And it is episode 43 of the comics. Nope. That ain't the it. The toys, comics, movies, etc. podcast. My name is Special Alex and, and I'm with Pretty Chris. Okay. And you can tell we haven't done this in a few weeks because I no, totally I, messed up that intro. Well, I did correct. Alright, um, so what we're playing, the big goose egg. We've been playing nothing. Um, unless you Whoa. got something. You got anything? Whoa. I played a little fish tap game thing. No, we're not talking about that. Okay. Okay, moving on. Um, uh, I vetoed that. So, from the pull list. I can I do a quick pull list? I don't know. And then you can do a quick toy box? Okay. Oh, hey, guess what? What? This, we're going to be all over the place because clearly we haven't done this in a while. So, first off, this is a podcast with a father and son <laughs> talk about all the things that entertain them. And I always forget to do that. That's this like entertains toys. me. Yeah, I know. I'm entertaining myself right now. This is That, that could be toys, comics, movies, etc. Or ourselves. TVs, books, who knows? <laughs> yeah, part of the etc. is ourselves. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's what this podcast is. What are we going to talk about? I'm going to start with actually a couple of books. So last time we talked about Scott Westerfeld. We talked about the Spill Zone uh, graphic novels, and we talked about Uglies, one of his books. Since then, I have read the sequel, which is called Pretties, the sequel to Uglies, and the sequel to that, Specials, so the third book in the trilogy. It's a weird trilogy because there's four books. Trilogy usually would imply three. I don't know. It does. That's typically trilogy. It's just well, a series. So our main character, Tally Youngblood, her story, as far as I can tell, wraps up in three books, and then he wrote a new one, another one called Extras. I've well, not. That's kind of a different huh? book, so it's kind of a trilogy, and then that. Yeah, and then another story. Yeah, yeah. and that one has another main, a new main character, as far as I can tell. Haven't started it yet. Um, what do we want to say about Pretties? Pretties was. Based on what pretties are in the Uglies universe, I was I was not um, excited about the idea of the book Pretties. But then, of course, I got into it, and it was a lot better than I expected. But um, realistically, in all of it, well, the pretties aren't that cool. Well, yeah, the idea of pretties is that they're sort of shallow and vapid and bubble-headed is, what they, is the word they use in the book. Yeah, but, but the book Pretties, really good. Um, another another good. Another really good adventure. Um, so I finished that. And then I moved on to specials, and specials is really cool. Um, so, ooh, is specials my favorite of the three? Oh, it's possible. It might be my favorite. I just love how oh, because cool I described the some of the are. plots to you. Yeah, specials well, are sounds so cool. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Specials. Um, yeah, you're introduced to the idea of specials in the first book, but man, you get you get a really deep dive on on who they are and what they can do in this book. And um and like I said you and you sort and like of wrap spe- up. Aren't the specials the one who um ended up um telling um mm. the main character no, to no, go? No no plot spoilers, what are you doing? Oh, are you fixing spoil plots? I don't think that's that big of a plot. Alright, well what was it? Go ahead. The tell her to go and find the other girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the be- yeah, at the very yeah. beginning of the first book. I wasn't right, saying yeah. anything. Oh, okay. I'll just worry with you sometimes. I know what you thought. I think I know what you thought I was going to say, but Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So specials oh. the are, are basically the special circumstances group. Yeah, that told her told Tally uh, to go after her friend in the very first book. Um and that's what kicked off the plot of Uglies. But anyway, so it's it's a good trilogy. I need to get into extras. And dive into it. I've got it. I've not started it yet. Um, 
but I, I, I mean, it's Scott Westerfeld, so I expect it'll be really good because everything I've read by him, I've been impressed with. Okay. Um, not, not a whole lot more to say. Uh, go read the Ugliest Trilogy. That's four books. I can't get used to that. Okay, so then I want to talk about a couple of comics. Wait, can I? Wait, since oh, we were talking what? about books, yeah, I'm not gonna say much about it, uh-huh. but I think everyone should read the How to Train Dragon series if they haven't already. Yeah, I'm almost finished the first book already because I'm in the hundred pages. Well, wait, wait, no, 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 not first book. I you mean, just said first. Fifth? I meant fifth. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm in the fifth book. Yeah, I think the last time we had recorded, I think I'll you had read book two. It says here. Yeah, I just and as of now. This, now I'm on the fifth. Yeah, and as of now, you're already on book five. So. We're not going to go into depth on all the books, but... Yeah, but definitely but, check them out. They're really good. Oh, okay. All right, all right. But, yeah, obviously. But, so, um, they spawned a movie series and a TV series yeah. and all that. You'll probably know about that. Probably but in the first four the or five books, do you have a favorite so far? One that you um, really think is really great? I kind of have it tied right now. Okay. For It's been tied for a little while. Okay. Um, One and two. One and two are your favorite two? Yeah, I don't know which one's better. Okay. Those two are just so good. Okay, so people should definitely read the first yeah. two and, and give them a ch- yeah. chance. The rest of them, they're still really good. I'm just saying those are my top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. After that, it would probably be the oh. third book. And I'm going to add that to and our then, notes. Um, probably the fifth book. The fourth oh, book was okay. Door. Dragon. Like, so far, the fourth book was probably my... Wait, no, Seriously. not the fourth book. The third book was my least favorite. Okay. The sure. fourth one would probably be my third. Mm-hmm. And then and fourth. And you're on five now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then I got three. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Read a lot of comics in the, in the last few, few weeks, but I want to talk about three in particular. Um, so let's start with this one. So, issue one that I want to talk about. Sorry for the plastic sounds. I know that picks up. Um. So, number one that I want to talk about is Mr. Miracle. And the reason I want to talk... I feel like I was just blocking the mic, and that's not good. But Mr. Miracle, this is issue 11 of 12. So, this is what we would call the penultimate issue. Second to last. Penultimate to And then the final one is basically the best one. Well, we'll see. But anyway, but I just like the word penultimate. For second, it just sounds so much better than second to last. Um, but anyway, second to last issue continues to be written by Tom King, who is, I don't know, one of the greatest modern comic writers of our time. Who? Tom King. Oh. Nice Batman. It doesn't matter. I don't know. And it's continues to be drawn. I would say Donny Cates, but. I, I just said one of. Oh. Yeah, he's in league with Donny Cates. They're, they're, well, I think so, Donny Cates might be the best, but. Uh, okay, well, but you've never read Tom King. Ah. Well, well, you you reviewed them on the podcast, Mm -hmm. and you told me about them. But you never read it. Okay, anyway, so this is Mr. Miracle, issue 11. Uh, Tom King, uh, written, drawn by Mitch Jarrett's friend of Tom's. Now, who is is Mr. Miracle facing off against on the cover? Darkseid. Yes, he is. I had to think about it. I don't know that he's... I don't really remember Darkseid all that much because he's almost in nothing. And is there anyone more evil than Darkseid in the DC Universe? No. Yeah, I don't think there is. I don't... Yeah. uh, Well, he's heartless, I'm pretty sure. You'd be hard-pressed to find anyone worse than Darkseid. Like, he cares about nothing. Literally, Thanos is kinder. No, he only cares about power and control. That means he cares about basically nothing. <laughs> no, it means he only cares about himself. 
and his power. But anyway, yeah. all right. But the idea here, do you remember? Hold on, stop. Do you remember the idea that we were working with in the last issue? Do you even remember talking about this book? Yeah, I do. Okay, then what do you what do you remember from uh, from issue ten? He's like, um, like he has like he has children. No, he has a child, one son. Yeah, I I just said he had children. Okay, no, well, but, I I just meant he had some kind of child. But it's important that, yeah. that him and Big Barda have one baby, yeah. one son. Yeah, he and was what, his wife. What was the debate? If they should give him away or not? Perfect. Yes. I'm you sorry, do it's remember. been a while, so no, I was trying remember. to think. No. That was more of a guess. So, but. all we're going to say about this issue is, because remember I said, Mr. Miracle, so basically there's a huge war, Mr. Miracle's on one side, Dark Side's on the other. Dark Side says, hey, you give me your baby, Jake, Jake Free, and, because uh, uh, Mr. Miracle's Scott Free, so son's name Jake Free, if you give me your baby, I withdraw my troops, even though I'm currently winning the war. I'll take all my troops back. I'll end the war. That's kind of like I'll how peace. Mr. Miracle got, was... got captured. That's basically the exact same. It's, it's very similar to that. I don't that. think he wants his child to go through what he had gone through. All right, so all I'm going to tell you on the podcast about this issue is we you said... Figure la- out what he does. We said last time that Mr. Miracle was considering the idea of giving the baby to Darkseid. Obviously. And the mother, Big Barda, was saying, ain't going to happen. At the beginning of this issue, they give their baby to Darkseid. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I can tell you. One of the worst parents in the world. Well, I can tell you more later. Then again, his father wasn't much of a better partner. Yeah. Father. I think um, it just goes on in the family. Talk about how father. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Um, bad father. Okay. All right. Issue six of Venom we have here. I believe this is the end of the story arc. For, for, for the current story, and it will sort of pick up with some new goings on. But this is a weird place to end. Um, so, yeah, of course, hold on. Well, I just mean like, um, well, like they do stuff in, in arcs usually. So it's usually five or six issues will be like a story. And, and in this one, we have this, mo- this symbiote dragon monster called Grendel. Um, Which he gets that name. So later, um, so basically, based on that, they're released in the Carnage series. I'm gonna guess Venom's gonna have to deal with Carnage. That's not what I'm saying at all. No. Now all I'm saying is, is this whole arc has been building up to Venom facing off against the Grendel monster. Next story arc, we'll continue the story of Venom. We will have some new thing he has to deal with. I don't know what that'll be. I would I don't think know he'd be with the Carnage since they're making that where he's coming back to Well, life. I don't know because I don't remember when that Isn't Carnage... Isn't Donnie Cates breaking it too? I think so. Carn- but I don't, I don't know when that Carnage issue comes out, so I can't say for saying. sure. Okay, but I can't say that for sure. But anyway. Right. I would think he would have to finish off, um, what's his name? No. No. I think well, he I would think, have to finish off th- Noel. That's what I'm saying. I think he's going to have to go through a lot of other things before mm-hmm. he ever gets to Noel. I think we're a ways off of that. I know. But um, in each issue, it feels like we're so much closer. It's felt like that, but Noel and then we're is like, still on and then the... And by the end of it, you're like, but you got to keep it like, so far away. Yeah, Noel is still on the, the symbiote planet, the Clintar planet, encaged, or prisoned, yeah. and we're still on Earth. And I guess so. I'm going to be at the end of the Venom, mm-hmm. this Venom series. Mm-hmm. Which will be probably a few years from now. Well, yeah, he said he could write this for... Yeah, he said he could write 100 issues, yeah. Okay, anyway. All right, get back to this issue. You're going way off on tangents. So, listen. So, Venom issue six, written by Donny Cates, art by Ryan Stegman. 
I don't think Ryan, what I wanted to say about we're getting to a new story, is I don't think Ryan draws the next issue. I don't. I think the next story arc may be a new artist, but I'm not sure. No. So we're gonna have to see. Well, but but I, I don't have. The art. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say except the art continues to be incredible. Uh, Noel continues to act through this symbiote monster Grendel on Earth. I really. And that this is the final battle between Venom and the symbiote. Dragon. I still wonder why is he still so calm. <laughs> what? Who? Um, no, he seems always so calm. Because I think he's... He's so confident. He, he, he feels like he's in control. You think? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay, so Venom continues to be good. And also, this book, like any good story art, it ends on a cliffhanger. We're not going to say what the cliffhanger is. Um. Okay, next book. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Next book is... um. This is a big one. Not only in terms of Story in terms of size. See? It's much bigger. That's a big book. Yeah, it's like magazine size. And what we're talking what? about is this I is I like the, the art. Yeah. This is the first release in a new DC series called DC Black Label. And Black Label just means they can do more sort of R-rated things in their comics. They've had like like teen and mature ratings for comics, but they typically keep it to like a PG-13 level. Um, but this book, they can kind of go all out in these black labels. Um, this one is called Batman Damned. To make it more realistic. Just to be able to include things they haven't been able to include before. Not not necessarily to make it more realistic. And you'll see why I say that, because this one's definitely not realistic. Um, okay. Yeah. So, this one's by Brian Azzarello and art by Lee Bermejo. And Bermejo's great. And Azzarello's a really good writer, too. But this one, um, it starts off being narrated, and you don't know until a few pages in, who exactly it's narrating by. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that it's being narrated by Constantine. He's like a, he's basically like a magic user in the DC universe. Oh, okay. But, check out that art. That's good. That's, yeah, this is Lee Bermejo style. That and blood it, is very unrealistic. Though. Yeah, but, but it, it, what sort of style but art? The art, like, the characters look mm-hmm. super realistic. Yeah. And then the blood is just so, like, well, I think normal he, comic. I think he had he did that uh, for effect, to make it that oh. red and, and weird. But anyway, um, but anyway, Batman Damned is just going to be a three-issue series. Um, this first issue is very good. And basically, the idea behind it is, it's called Damned, because Damned would be like, if someone goes to hell, they've been damned. And in this one, it sort of deals with um, what has Batman done or who who has done something that could that could hurt them sort of spiritually. So basically all we know in this book is the Joker's dead. Whoa. Yes. Batman. Well, that's a lot to know. <laughs> yeah, Batman and the Joker and at least someone else were on a bridge. Uh, Batman falls off the bridge into the water. Nearly dies. Uh, he has a, a bit of uh, amnesia and can't remember exactly what uh, happened. That's already happened. They're reusing design. Well, that's that's a right. well, that's a typical story trope. But what we haven't seen before is the is that the Joker's dead, and we don't know if Batman killed him or not. Did Batman just have enough? Um, and so I don't it's think it, he did. it's going to be a bit of of looking into uh, what happened that night. A, a bit of a murder mystery. It's also sort of concerned with sort of spiritual aspects of 
of the DC universe as well. So we get characters like Constantine, uh, Dead Man, Zatanna. Uh, next next book has got Harley, uh, sort of this world's Harley Quinn on the cover. So that's going to be interesting. Because what is she going to think if Batman killed the Joker, oh, Mr. Wow. J? Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Um, the other reason I want to bring this up is if you were fortunate enough to get yourself a copy of Batman Damned, you can sell it on eBay right now for about $80. Well, it's a very nice comic. It's a very nice comic. That doesn't that Apparently, makes quite a good a sense as far as how much. Oh, that barely fits. It barely fits in a magazine style bag and board. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I'm gonna take care of that one because it's it's really high dollar right now. Um. But anyway, so that was my pull list. Um. It looks good. Yeah. I like how it has more. At least it looks kind of like a. You see, like, like like that a, on the cover. Oh, that's, that's sort his of a mouth. Yeah, that's sort of a Joker smile though. Oh. It is sort of yeah. Isn't that interesting? Huh. Yeah, it's a good cover. Whoa! Now I'm making conspiracy theories now. Yeah, exactly. Um. Okay. So it's your. It's your, very conspiracy theory. Yeah. What I just thought of. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it later. So you're you're up. Um. Need it, want it, gotta have it. I still have FNAF series four figures, the Pizza Sim uh, series figures. Because they're still not out, and it's September 24th, and who knows? Just who knows? Right? I hate this. Yeah, I know. Okay, but now you're up to a toy box. So what you got? Okay, so uh, stuff. Um, there's the new... What are these things? They're just Venom series, like, capsule toys. Yeah, capsule toys. Yeah. That's what these things are. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're awesome. Yeah, I found them They're in... for the new Venom movie, obviously. Yeah. Oh, fa- obviously. Obviously not actually the Venom characters. Didn't I find them, did I find them in Target? I don't Where know. I you never told me. Yeah, I found them in Target. Okay. They were blind bag figures. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go from least uh, best one to least one. We got the Space Knight thing. Yeah, that we, guy. Well, we got Venom... And it's the Space Knight version yeah. of Venom. That's just a specific costume look. Yeah. Okay. It looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm, Especially that there's like a new space version of him now. Mm-hmm. And this fits really well with that. Mm-hmm. So it's real, and it's really nice. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Then this one is amazing. This one's one of the best ones you can get. Mm-hmm. So what you got? Well, it's Carnage. Yes. And they took a very twist on him. He has like. He has raptor legs because he has the extra don't joint. Yeah, his legs seem to be bending funny. Um, it literally has a definite joint right there. It seems to. Yeah. He literally has three claws. He literally has raptor legs, extra sharp claws. Mm-hmm. Looks actually pretty accurate to Carnage though. Yeah. And then instead of having his axe hand mm-hmm. that he makes on his right hand, it has it on his left hand. Sure. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, and then another blind bag thing. Um, well, not a blind bag. You can see through it. Well, you can see through it, but it's still bad. It's yeah. just a bad, it's a bag toy. It is, yeah. It's a Wither Golden Freddy, but it's like a FNAF one. Golden Freddy, which yeah, just happens to have Wither Golden Freddy well, ho- features. Hold on, hold on, but this, these are called, like, what are they called? Squishmies. 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 Okay. So, and squishers. So, Squishmies FNAF toys. He really squishes them. Yeah, you can kind of squish them. And he, like look, this, and he looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And he actually has eye sockets where there's no eyes in them. Mm-hmm. Finally. And okay. he looks awesome. Yep. And the package is very deceiving. Make sure you see the picture version of Weather Gone Freddy before you mm-hmm. go thinking it has beautiful colors and such. 
Yeah, because it was like the wires were painted in the picture, but they're not on yeah. the actual toy. Literally, his teeth aren't even painted. Yeah, his teeth aren't painted either. So, yeah, the toys are a little more simple than they're portrayed in their pictures. But the they're still prototypers. pretty neat. Pretty neat. Okay, then there we have Lefty Pop. Yeah. He looks just like Lefty. Mm-hmm. And he has a smaller head. It just looks a lot like Lefty. Mm-hmm. And Lefty is like a, a black animatronic bear from it's, the... It's basically Rockstar Freddy, but he has a golden microphone, and he's, instead of, like, brown and tannish colors, mm-hmm. it's black and red, which are my favorite colors, so Lefty's awesome. Yeah, Lefty looks cool. Yeah. And he has great toes. All right, and we got some, awesome. some more Pizzeria Sim Pops. We got the Pear Friends. Mm-hmm. All about that bread. Okay, we have Mr. Hippo and Orville the Elephant. Okay. They look awesome. They're both awesome. Mm-hmm. They look just like their counterparts, mm-hmm. and they're awesome. Okay. That you need it. to buy these two in particular. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, it went on clearance for once. What do you got? The Demi Gorgon Deluxe Action Figure. He's sweet. Ha, <sighs> Of course, we're talking about the Demi Gorgon from Stranger Things. Well, I said the Demi Gorgon action figure deluxe figure thing. I know, but you didn't say where it was from. Not everybody in the world watched Stranger Things. Watch Stranger Things. It's a Netflix exclusive, so. Yeah. Get Netflix. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not everybody has Netflix. But Stranger Things is great. This um, is the monster. He's very realistic. Mm -hmm. He has claws Mm -hmm. that are beautiful. Feet and legs. Chest and body. And face, a quite beautiful face. Ugh. Creepy. And then mm-hmm. his grace feature full, mm-hmm. the buns. <laughs> yeah. He literally has the buns. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then we have him. And that's, oh, it. that's it. That's it. That was a quick toy box. Um. Okay. I told you it'd be quick. So now we only have one thing that I put down in the watch it segment, but I think we can. Oh, we have two things in the in the segment. All I right. had a feeling that would be it. Um, it. That would be a thing you forgot, just knowing you. Well, yeah. Well, when I was putting down these notes, you didn't remind me. So, but I'm glad you brought it up now. So, I'd I seen Poltergeist that, before. I forgot that was a segment. Yeah, I'd seen Poltergeist before. Uh, super fan Jerry got me to watch it a few years ago, and it's great. I, lo- I love it. It's a great scary movie. Um, but I've seen it before, and I love it. What do you think? It was your first watch. It's pretty good. Just pretty good? I have, I have one complaint. Okay, what's your complaint? There's no toys. There's no Poltergeist series of toys. Yes, that's, that's true. That's my toy. That, okay. I mean, that's my problem. Okay. I see, that's my toy. Okay, but what did you think about the, you know, the the, the family haunting, you know, and Carol My favorite part was the tree. I love the giant. Oh, the tree. And he tried like, to... Halloween, one of my favorite things mm-hmm. that's a classic Halloween thing is the it tree. I love the evil tree. Yeah. I just love it so much. Yeah, creepy tree with no leaves yeah. and scary branches. I was like, where like, where do I remember that so when it, like, I th- was thinking about theme cart mm-hmm. attractions and stuff, and then I remembered yeah. Mario Kart. I remember it from the Ghost Haunted oh, House. Okay, yeah. I was like, w- why do I remember this of, like, a theme park? Thing? Been used a lot of places, but yeah, that's one of them. Um, okay, so Poltergeist. Um... So it's clearly an old movie, an 80s movie. I think even early 80s. I don't remember exactly. But when um, 
when it was made, special effects were not what they are today. So how did you feel it held up? It was fine. Okay. Well, I already understand that it wasn't. Like, yeah. I already wasn't going to hold anything against it. Mm-hmm. I even didn't know it would have any CGI thing. Obviously, like, my one complaint about, like, the tornado. Like, mm-hmm. I understand it doesn't have very good CGI. But that thing is so small. Well, they didn't do that with CGI. They, there was a different trick to that, I think, back then. Oh, um, that was my only problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and literally, like, the beginning of CGI was Jurassic Park. So mm-hmm. Jurassic Park's better. Well, okay. still was the first really good CGI, I guess. Oh, that would be you know, like the dawn of like yeah, realistic, yeah. very realistic CGI. Sure. Yeah. Why not? That stuff um, puts everything. Okay, in so you shame. like Poltergeist? Give me uh, give me a, out of ten. What what do you got for Poltergeist? An eight and a half. Very good. I, okay, I'll take that. I like. Well, Poltergeist. you can read it. Um, I might I might give it more like a nine. I like Poltergeist a lot. I do. But, but eight you and a half. You only have a half more than Yeah, me, eight so. and a half's fair. It's fine. Yeah, Poltergeist is good. It's just not my kind of movie. I don't, um, I'm not a big fan of horror mm-hmm. movies. So. Okay. So now let's get into the second one. So there's a rated R movie that's out right now. You want to see it, but it's rated R. There's a lot of bad stuff in it. Um, and it was something I was interested in, so I went and watched it. And it's The Predator. <laughs> um, Shane Black directed uh, this movie, The Predator. It's the, technically, if you just count Predator movies, it's the fourth. If you count AVP movies, it's the sixth in the series. A lot of people don't count them, sadly. They don't. and Even though the Predator movies, the mm-hmm. AVP mm-hmm. movies, are that go perfectly with the um, Predator movies, mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure even the Predator director tried to get the AVP. Like, the alien people didn't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. But, um... That's canon, basically, to the Predator series, not really the Alien series, as far as I think. No. Okay. So. Okay. Um, it's kind of counted. Okay. Anyway, so Predator. Um, This Predator. So, it's only got, I didn't look up the Rotten Tomato score, but I think it's in like the 40%. For me, that's a little low. So, I like to judge a movie on what is it trying to do in terms of entertaining or informing you. And then, did it accomplish that, right? So, this movie, to me, it's trying to be sort of over the top in terms of showing you how brutal the Predators can be, which it does. And it's trying to make you laugh. It tries to throw a lot of jokes and and gags, not, not necessarily gags, but like... Somebody falls off a bus because they shot themselves with a tranquilizer tart in the foot. Okay? Yeah. That's funny. So, well, it's funny to me. If you have stuff. Different people have differences like in humor. Okay, so so to me, did it show me some some crazy uh, predator violence? And did it make me laugh? That seemed to be what it was wanting to do. It did that for me. So, I like the movie. Um, I think the 40% and of the tomatoes is And if you don't like that low. kind of stuff, that's probably why... Like they're expecting it to be like an actual horror movie. Yeah, maybe. Not, and, and it's really like, not. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's not. Like, I think that's a lot of mistake. They mm-hmm. just think it's a straight up horror movie, not an action movie. Well, you because don't... most horror movies have action in it, right? Mm, mostly, yeah. yeah. But, but I'm saying, you don't really know what a movie's going to do till you, till you get into it and watch it. Yeah. Um, it's I was. Like, I feel like it's a thing, like. That's not really aimed towards critics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was highly entertained by The Predator. Um, I think it's good. In 
it may, if you count just the pre, the four Predator movies we have, it's my second favorite after the original. After thinking about it, I really need, I really want to go back and rewatch the original, but it's my second favorite um, after the original. I like it a lot. So I think so. I want to talk about the now playing podcast. So three guys for them, I believe it was Arnie Stewart and Jacob reviewed it. And they did a really good job with reviewing it because they go a lot into um, the, the script leaked and they had to do some reshoots and they shot some stuff in the daytime and it didn't work out. And so they had to reshoot that. And um, they talk about how we have predator dogs in the movie, but we could have had predator alligators and predator spiders. They go into some real good detail with the movie. Only thing is, I think they were a little hard on the movie. They just do like a thumbs up, thumbs down rating and it got three thumbs downs. Um, I think it's a better... I don't think it's that... I would give it a thumbs up any day. <laughs> well, you, well, you and I both like Predators a lot. Um, so I think it's... I don't think they're true Predator fans. So I'm going to try to balance them out and tell you it's a thumbs up for me, even though those three gave it three not recommends. Um, and I think it's a little better. I, I'm a little easier on it because I really like Predators and all their various weapons and ways of attacking. I think they're fun. Um, they're good movie monsters. Um, so I, I like the Predator a, a good bit. It's not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but it was fun. I had a good time. To me, based on what you're saying, mm-hmm. it's a, basically they're trying to make a funnier version of the first movie. Yeah, it did call back to the first movie several times. Yeah, based on what you told me. But yeah, I think it is trying to be funnier than that. Yeah. It's just trying to be, like, there's so many references. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just like, just like in the first one, you had Arnold... And sort of his group of commandos out in the forest or the, the rainforest. Here you end up with this Captain McKenna is your main character. and he But he hooks up with a bunch of um, basically people in the various armed forces that have been, they call themselves the loonies. Like they've, they've been basically sent to psych evaluation for various reasons for things that they've done. So they're a little uh, off kilter. Well, the and, main uh, guy is not really that crazy. No, no, no. They sent him... Because he basically said, I saw an alien. And so they said, well, you must be crazy. But what he saw was the predator. So You're kind of you know. crazy if you see something like that. Yeah, so they... But anyway. The general public doesn't really accept things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Third break of tea. You shouldn't have probably said anything. Yeah. But anyway, so... Um, the no predator. Oh, I want to get into my one criticism. Not harshest criticism of the movie. So in the movie, there is... A child who is basically on the spectrum. He has Asperger's syndrome, so he's on that sort of autism spectrum. Don't have a problem with the characters that are like that. That's a fine character. You can build a character around that if you want to. You can do a great job, I'm sure. In this case, they essentially turn that into a superpower. I can't get behind this. Basically, the kid ends up with like a predator mask and a gauntlet and 30 minutes in his basement and deciphers the entire predator language. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. Though, so I didn't love the kid. Well, I didn't love how they used the kid. The kid was a fine actor. He, he did a fine job. Um, but I didn't love how they wrote him into the story and what he could do. Like, the actor's fine. It's just the character. Yeah, the character was a little... But, so that was weak to me. <coughs> Excuse me. But it was weak in service of a movie that gave me a lot of action, a lot of predator violence, and a lot of laughs. So, I'll forgive it that, okay? It's a little bit of weak writing there to me, but I'll forgive it, and I still I still enjoy the movie. I would watch it again right now. So, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's the predator. All right. So we're coming down to the end of this puppy. Um, so podcast of the week. I chose In the Dark. Um, In the Dark is a true crime podcast. In season one, they went over uh, Jacob Wetterling, who was a boy in Minnesota who was kidnapped. And they eventually uh, find out he's been not just kidnapped, but murdered. Um, season so yeah, he was se- kidnapped and then murdered. Yeah, well, at the time, Whoa. when, well, at the time they knew he was kidnapped, but someone who was unidentified just disappeared with him, and so that you don't know, did they take him somewhere? I don't know, or did you know is he still out there somewhere alive? We don't know. Turns out, no, the guy killed him. Um, season two um, was the case of um, oh, Curtis Flowers. Thank you. Oh, I almost forgot. Oh, I, I so helped you. No, you didn't. But well, I, I didn't. I don't know these things. Yes. Yeah, anyway, but anyway, so season two, season one and season two, both really good, both good true crime series. Um, but their most recent um, episode was sort of going back to season one of In the Dark and giving you an update on the Wetterling case, and uh, and it, and it's really interesting. So if you were interested in In the Dark, definitely go back and, and get an update on where season one. And, and everything with it stands now. Um, so, that's podcast of the week. YouTuber of the week is you. What do you? Well, it's your segment. It's not you. What do you want to talk about? Yes, I'm the greatest YouTuber. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We have Eight Bit Ryan slash Dan TDM. Yeah, we're, two we're... different, completely different YouTubers. Yep. Because one's American, one's British. Never done the video. I thought Bert Ryan was British. I'm like 99% sure he's American. He's got an accent. Maybe. I, I, I tell you the truth. I, I Once I watch one British YouTuber for a while, I well, just get used to people's voices. Yeah, but Abit Ryan's definitely got an accent. I, I, but I don't know where he's from. I couldn't say he could I live in America. Well, I don't I'm know. I'm sure he lives in America. Okay, well, I don't know. Anyway, all right, so what's Abit Ryan? Why, is he on, why does he make the list? What has he done? Because he's done um, one episode on... Spider-Man, I'm pretty sure. He might have done a second one. But I know he mm-hmm. did at least one episode yeah. on the new Spider-Man game, which was a really good episode. Yeah. Better than Dan TDM's episode on that. And I thought we had talked... You said... Well, we looked back through the list. Can't find a place where we talked about him, but Jock I... Jock and I know, but I thought we had talked about him because of Subnautica. Didn't he do the huge series on Subnautica? Yep. Yeah, so if you want something really interesting, that Subnautica video series is really oh, good. Oh, yeah. On that game. Um, he has like a, I want to say he's got like a, maybe a hundred or something. I don't know. I don't know. He has a lot, though. A lot of Subnautica videos. He's got a lot. Yeah. I, Literally, he shows, like he can still skip it, mm-hmm. but it takes hours to do these videos, and each one's probably a good 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he, um. It's a good series, though. Yeah, to me, outside of the developers, he's got to be like the world's preeminent expert on Subnautica. <laughs> like that he's got to be one that literally, I don't think almost any other YouTuber mm-hmm. it has literally finished Subnautica. Yeah, this dude was doing it all. He like, really... he, like, as it came out, he mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. Like, he finished it on the day it came out, basically. Yeah. All right. And he's been playing the new Spider-Man for PS4. Yeah. It's a PS4 exclusive. And also Dan TDM. Has been Wait, bo- uh, wait, we're still on 8-Bit Ryan. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to I jump the gun. I want to change it. Okay, okay, what you got? So, and I like, oh, he's playing a new 
Um, that's someone like Alpha's in demo, so you can't go and play it. But some people can play it, and he's been playing well, a new um, game called Secret Neighbor. It's a continuation of the Hello Neighbor series, okay. where it's multiplayer this time, though. Mm -hmm. And there's, a, like, it's a group of kids breaking into the neighbor's house, and they have to get into the basement. That's the whole goal of the game. Okay. But, mm -hmm. the twist is, one child is the neighbor. Oh, in disguise. Well, I told you about this before. You yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm just now remembering that I've seen this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, that's basically it, and it's really enjoyable. Yeah, no, that yeah, that and makes for good YouTube videos. And plays it with some other um popular YouTubers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With like um other Ryan, I, I I think his like actual like YouTube name is like Bazamalan or something. That doesn't matter. I know, but um, and then like Razbowski, Dalko. Okay. I think BG Mike was in the video. Some other YouTubers, okay. And then they have Dainty M. Okay. And then he does. Uh, I'm really liking his Spider-Man series right now. Yeah, he's been destroying Spider-Man for PS4. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm well. He's people done have already made videos on all the endings, so. Oh, have that, they? That's how insane some people... Like, mm -hmm. some people's YouTube channels, like, far as I know, like, all they do is show all the extras and all the endings and stuff. That's all mm -hmm. they do. Yeah. It's okay. insane how fast they can do it. Like, they have all the time on their hands, mm -hmm. so they just do that. Okay. All right, so those are two good places to see yep. Spider-Man, the PS4 exclusive. Um, okay, so... All right, I guess I'm going to vamp for a second. All right, so, well, it's probably good Alex isn't here for this part anyway because I chose Spectacular Song of the Week. And Spectacular Song of the Week is Call Me Sir by Train, Cam, and Travi McCoy from Gym Class Heroes. And um, Call Me Sir is a catchy song that is stuck in my head and my wife's head, and we can't stop listening to it. So go give Call Me Sir a listen and see if it doesn't get stuck in your head too. It's uh, it's it's been pretty good for us. Um, so anyway, so I apologize for us being away for a few weeks. That's probably just my fault. I just has, haven't been ready to record. Um, but we'll try to get back on a, on a like a bi-weekly schedule, which is what we had, had tried to do. Um, so anyway, so this is that's been it. This is episode 43 of the, yeah, toys. the toys comics movies etc podcast i am Expe special alex yes. and i am with um i'm pretty chris pretty chris yeah. and um i'll see you in the next podcast jerry